powered by Riverside. I wish I was younger. 91 or something. Yeah. That's, that's probably big. That's 88. Let's go with 91. Yeah. Because I'm class of 2001. But <laughs> I don't want to make yeah, it. Like I said, I'm so old. I taught Nick. Yeah. You know, you know at least was, was at Southwest when he was a Coffee, student there. Coached me. Coached yeah, more yeah. than anything baseball-wise. So we're going to get into the one of the topics we've been talking about for a while is, is rivalries. Yeah. And so this is a big rivalry, rivalry week. For Central, uh, when you think of rivalry, what comes to mind? Wow, you know, I mean, it, it's crazy. I've, I've been, you know, you think about things like rivalries, and for me, who's a, who's a guy that's in that loves athletics and sports and so on, rivalries what make. I mean, that, all my memories, a lot of my memories throughout the years are centered around rivalries, and so it's pretty cool to have that. But it's funny because you know, for some people like uh, that don't really like a lot of sports. There's one or two rivalries that are ingrained in them, and they've been a part of it. It's kind of like, you know, my wife, my wife, not really, she, she watches sports, but she doesn't know as much about it, but you talk about a bell game, she um, knows about it, right? Yeah. So those are those rivalries and things like that, and so for there's, me. And there's a variety of rivalries, not just sports. Oh, talk about pop culture. I mean, we brought this dude up before, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, oh. that's a rivalry. Yeah. There's rivalry in, like, music and politics and all that. Our, our focus today will be on the athletic side. And for those who don't know this about Fred, he's kind of a big deal when it comes to athletics in, in the OTL world, right? <laughs> so Nick could tell, tell us more about that, but, you know, rivalries. And so um, Central High School, Brawley High School, for, for someone like me who's not really from the Imperial Valley, I grew up in Yuma. There was a separate rivalry growing up there. Uh, Yuma Copa always been like historically one of the biggest rivalries in, in Yuma County, in Imperial Valley though. I noticed that it's 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 sort of a whole nother level, right? And and Nick was part of it growing up. He's got ties to Brawley as well. I don't know. Yeah. So I have uh, I have on my mom's side I have eight uncles and aunts. On my dad's side I have fourteen uncles and aunts. And I was known as the one that defected to a central. Oh, yeah. So even like a, you know, I had a bunch of uncles all the way from like the 1960s, 1970s, 1980s. And I remember in the 1980s going going to these bell games, sitting on I would have to sit on the Brawley side because my parents like they're not crazy. But I remember cheering for Central because I lived in El Central, right? So even going through Pop Warner, even going through Pop Warner, we knew that hey, that Brawley game, we we pointed at that one as always like the last game season, right? I remember Kanye when I was a freshman, like, that was it. So my freshman year was the last year that there was no Southwest. And mm -hmm. so now, yeah, I, te I teach out Southwest and I play sports at Southwest. But for one year, we didn't know about Southwest. And when I was a freshman, it was like, 
man, it was something else. I, even during the freshman game, I don't know if I ever tell you the story, but uh, I, I was I was a captain, so we all walked out there, and the and the ref started giving a speech about what an honor it was to be the ref in a freshman game. And I was like, I remember being there, I got pumped up, getting ready, all super hyper focused. Hey, we're playing volley, it's about to happen, yeah. right? And he starts giving a speech, and boom, it kind of hit me just the reality of it. Like, that's how big it is. Why do you, why would you say rivalries are such a big deal? Well, I mean, it, 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 it for some people, and I mean, I, obviously, I, I've had a lot of background in a lot of a lot of the schools and so on. So it's a little bit different for me. But as as Nick will say, I mean, it's about especially a Brawley Central rivalry. It goes back to your aunts, uncles, grandparents, yeah. and people take sides. I mean, it, that's the part about a rivalry that really makes it something. I mean, and obviously, and. and going back to different rivalries, like when I was growing up as a kid, you know, there was a lot of that, that Lakers-Celtics, yeah. and I mean, to me, I was a kid, at, at, you know, that those years in the 80s, yeah. the 80s, and, and I remember, you know, just the people that were Celtics fans and Laker fans, and you just, you had, I, I mean, it's I don't want to say, I don't want to say hatred, but you had a strong oh, yeah, dislike yeah. for them, and, and it was like, that, that was, that was the things that made my days, it was kind of like, I was, I mentioned one time, Maybe you guys about like my brother and I. My my mom had to take us to K- uh, Kmart back in the day. Old Kmart oh, yeah. over there, Blue Light Special. Love the and, and, and she's just like, well, sorry, we got to go in. And we're like, oh, but the Lakers are playing Boston. And I still remember my brother and I going and sitting in front of the TV section and watching the game. And we're sitting there because and, and we're young. I mean, it's not like we're, but it was tough. I mean, that's why my my grandparents and my uncles pretty much set those things and so those rivalries that you've seen that that's what I'm talking about and this this is that probably central and people if are if there's a word you say kind of borderline hatred but I would say it's passion oh yeah like yeah. a rivalry you see the passion come out of the people in the, in the fan base and yeah it's kind of borderline hatred but there's definitely a lot of passion oh, yeah. and people kind of you know, not to open up sort of women when they talk about you know the Dodgers right and, and the Dodger rivalry it's like the, the all the Dodgers fans are just like that's what you call passion. And you talk about Yankee fans and Red Sox, or like in any other sport, it's just the I guess one of the beautiful things about a rivalry is that it brings out the passion oh. from people, and, and sometimes it gets out of hand. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. Well, but yeah, and, and and it really becomes that, that passion is important because, like I said, a, a, a bell game. Or you know those Lakers, Celtics, or like you say, they, it, all that makes it fun. Yeah. It gets you involved in that, and you, you take take ownership of it. I mean, I obviously I never played for the Lakers. I never could play for the Lakers, but I felt like I was a part of the Lakers, you know, because I watched every second of those games, and it gave you a reason to be there because you wanted to see them beat yeah, Larry Bird passion, and Dennis Johnson. Yeah, I mean, we had passion in Kurt Rambis. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how into it. That's how into it. Like you say, I really I like that that term about passion because it is it is about passion and that's the thing that you see here and people I mean like Nick says from his side of the family and all of my aunts uncles grandparents and all they all went to Central so it's that you know I mean they're they're going to continue to come and support the tradition that. mm-hmm. and that's yeah. where it, but also the tradition side of the rivalries is important as well and so we, we 
you talk about the Bell game, and for, so for someone like me who's not from the area, what is the Bell game? And, and you have an interesting perspective because not only as a student, as a teacher at Central, and eventually, you know, head principal here at Central, your perspective is a little bit more unique than most of us because you've seen it from different levels, right? Yeah. So why is this game so special? Tell us about the, I guess, the history well, uh, first and foremost, this this year, um, what, you know, the, the Bell game is going to kind of mark the hundred year uh, that these two teams have actually played each other. So back in 1922 was the first time Brawley played Central. Central beat them 37 to zero. At least that's what the, the yearbook says. So I'm hoping that that was the case. But then you see that 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 rivalry started then, you know, and it was just kind of built it. And then in 1944. Uh, they established this victory bell, and, and I, I, there's there's been a lot of stories about it. But from what I heard, was that they got it off a ship, they brought it down, and became all right. We're going to start playing for this victory bell because Central and Brawley really at that time were the two teams that really I think they built that rivalry because before Central had played Calexico a lot of times and Colville and some of those and Imperial kind of worked into it, but that Central Brawley became that big rivalry. So in 1944. They started, so this is going to be the 79th annual bell game of, of, the, bell. of the actual bell, yeah, um, consecutive uh, of the bell. Uh, but and a so, hundred years. But a hundred years. Of competition. hundred years so of competition. So this is the centennial game. That's right. Wow. And so you really, that's the thing that's why it's so special, um, because over the years, the, the games against Imperial or Holdville or something kind of split, people went different, but Brawley Central... Every year, and in many times, I know that uh, you know you're talking about the hundred year, but I think in reality this game they probably played each other over 150 times, because for a lot of these years where it's at from 1944 on, and up until probably when Central and Southwest split, they were playing each other twice a year. They didn't play just once. First game of the season and last game of the season, and we were jacked for both. Yeah, I mean, and, and as a, as you mentioned, I mean, I have a different perspective in the fact that you know my my grandfather played in a bell game, and, and my my dad and my uncles and you know and, and, and some cousins and so on. And it it's just it's it that's the, the special part about yeah. it is that there's so much tradition in this game and the history in this game, and to know that you know the Lion family yeah. was part of a lot of it. That's Going a, back, that's a beautiful thing too. Yeah. Generation to generation of, of of this game, you know, competition. The spirit of competition continues on, and you pass it on to your heirs. And, and beyond that, even, heirs, even, heirs. even after you graduate, you can talk about how you play in the star whenever you're one. But even after that, someone can't get it up. So there's this thing that they, I remember used to occur. I don't know how, and I heard it more. It's like trick balls where things can't get even. Two heads get together for volley. Two heads get together in the central. And I remember I grew up showing up and watching my uncle playing this game. I remember I was 16 or 17. The first time I got to do it, like a couple times. And even that, like, you're still facing the right of town. Like, there's still something that's lying. Even though there's nothing lying, it's a stupid, standalone football game. Remember, it's not any stupid at all. It's, something's going on. Well, and, and really, the, the Bell game is kind of the start of everything. And really, a season, you know, I mean, the Bell game, whoever wins that Bell game at the beginning of the year, it trickles down. To basketball and, yeah, and, yeah. and baseball and yeah. soccer and so on, so it it really does it builds 
Echo, we've talked about it all, uh, I mean, a few times over the year this year uh, when I was on the radio, is that we talked about that, is that this sets the tone for a lot of things. And, and there's a lot of great sports. Get it. And there's a lot of good rivalries in between, but a bell game between Central and Brawley is pretty unmatched. No other no other towns can really say they've had what we have. And it, even in the in the state, I don't know if you've had somebody that's played over a hundred times. Well, what does that do for like student morale? Like winning the bell game. I guess what what is the what does the campus feel like or look like after winning the bell game? Oh. As a student, as a teacher, well, as a yeah. teacher. And, that, and that's what I was going to say. My first experience was I was a freshman here at Central uh, back in 84, and uh, we had lost the bell probably about seven years in a row. And then you come back, and that year we ended up beating Raleigh 17-16 on a field goal at the end of the game with time expiring. And I'm just telling you as a as a – Young freshman, oh, wow. Spartan, you know, I mean, they, the atmosphere was just unbelievable. And then you come back, and part of the, the great part about it, you know, is that they have to bring the victory bell back and give it back oh, to the team man. that wins. And so on Monday, you know, you have this big assembly, you're in the gym, at least at that time when I was a freshman, it was in the gym, and we're just, the whole student body's going crazy, and then they're bringing that bell in, and the opposing team, athletes bring it in. And, and it's just that adds something different because, I mean, you know, you get some things, oh, you win this, all right, great, you celebrate out there. But this, no, the whole school celebrates. It's not just about the football team winning the game on Friday night and them being happy or so on. It's the whole school getting to experience it because then, like everything, you're like, well, we won the bell. Nothing else matters for this year. We're, we, you know, we're top dog until, until next year. Um, and I know on the other side of it, is that you lose, and that feeling of having to take that bell to Brawley and walk it into yeah. him, you get to see that. And 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 Brawley did it a couple years ago when we when we won it back. Um, it, we did it out on the football field, and that was awesome. But it was it, Brawley strategically did it. It was great. They brought in all their juniors. Looking at it, looking at your, you know, you have some stats for us here. During your tenure here at, at Brawley as a student, you guys won it. Yes. So you all, you've only known victory as a student. Man. Yeah. So, and I was talking to, to Minnie Lopez about this the other day. Class of 86? 86. Yeah, class 86. Class of 86. 86. He said, you win that bell game, you walk off campus winning for life. You yeah. beat Brawley for the rest of your life. And if it was serious, like, for the rest of your life, you could say, we won the bell game. No, that's, that's how like I remember walking on campus as a freshman and one of the custodians is like this star like star running back with me and I was a kid I just opened the stands and watched the players like dude you just know that so and so like like it's still it's still a big thing like it don't matter if you're a custodian or whatever like it's still that's that fool that did you like that like it's it's a big deal man and, and even to this day we are, I, I ended up finishing out school over at Southwest and now I teach at Southwest but still I hear that band and to this day I'll still it's it's just a different experience, like you say, and, that, and I laugh about it, but it is true. You know, I mean, I, I, I said as a student, I didn't lose the bell. And, you know, I mean, because we won it back our freshman year when I came in, and we kept it for about six, seven years there. And and that, you remember that. And, it's, and it goes the same way, like you said, it, 
even if you win it your senior year, you know, and maybe you lost it all the other three years, but if you win it, when you win it, you're going, man, I won the belt. As a senior, I walked up the field as a winner. And it is. I, I, I've, I've said this. This is the other side, and, it, and it's hard for people to understand, but Raleigh Central understands this, is that we all are striving to win a CIF championship. You want to win a CIF championship. But if you lose the bell game and win a CIF championship, you're going to be disappointed. right? Because you want to you, you want to win that bell game first and then win a CIF championship. But if you lose the bell... Because locally, that's what's important. Yeah, when you win a CIF championship, a lot of people in the Valley are going to be supportive of you. They're going to be, congratulations, do you think? When you lose the bell, you're still going to be going, yeah, but, but you lost the bell game to Raleigh. Yeah, you, you won the CIF championship, but you lost the bell game to Raleigh. That is going to be in your mind. So would, would you equate the bell game to, like, the Padres being the Dodgers in the playoffs or something? Oh, like, I, like, they beat them, like, we win after this, that's cool. If we don't... We don't care. We won the game. You know, it, 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 it is. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be honest, uh, and it goes the same yeah. way. Uh, last year, I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm a big Rams fan. Yeah. Last year, the most important game, granted, we love winning the Super Bowl. Wow. But beating the Niners in the, in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl, was that was yeah. special. That, yeah. I mean, that's more because I've been on that other side of the Niners beating the Rams and not getting there, and I'm crushed. So... And it for is. me, it's the Dodgers-Giants. Yes. Like, beating yeah. the Giants, who had a fluke of a season, 100-game uh, season or whatever, and then we beat them in the, in the playoffs. Oh, that was, that was everything. Yeah. You want to win the World Series, obviously, but after, like, fall apart. But for, for certain teams, it's like Rams, Niners. Yeah. And then, and then there's, the, like, the opposite factor. Like, I know it's happened a number of times in the games. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. There's Michigan-Ohio State special on HBO. Feature that very well, and they always compete for the national championship, one or the other. That's huge, and that's kind of the thing. Like for a lot, for most years, IBL title goes through Central or Broadway, mm-hmm. right? So maybe even if one of the schools have a down year, the other schools have an up year. It gives the other yeah. school no bigger pleasure than the freaking than the beat oh, them yeah. and it's happened before. One is for the juggernaut being you know, heavily favored over the other, and yeah. you know the other Twenty-two games ahead in the West, right? And and it is, but it, but it's, it's those streaks, and this is the same thing. That's why we, that's why a bell game, like Nick says, is so important, because it's not really what you did during your regular season. It's that night. It's that night that makes. That's a cool thing, like because in in talking to several people who played in it, just kind of hearing them talk about it, like many telling me about the '85 team, this guy, this guy, this guy, he played here, he played there. And it's just like, he knows the history. He knows, like, what happened. But one of the things that he said was also special about it is that many of these these uh, former players end up coming out and helping out with the program. So you'll see a lot of these former players out in the field as coaches, as assistants, teachers, what have you. And it's like, that's the special part because they still want to contribute to the program that they were part of. Because in a way, you can kind of think of it as a, like a brotherhood. Journey, right? Yeah. Because you were part of something special growing up. Eventually, when you can, you want to give back to that and you know support the, the later generation, the later kids to feel that, you know, be a part of it. And, and the other the other side of it too is that I know you know when you're when you're in high school and you're you're going against that you know the, the Wildcats, 
you obviously don't build those relationships. But but for me now, I mean, you know, 35 years later or whatever it is, I'm, I have a lot of friendships with guys that played for Brawley when we played against them yeah. and the stories that we have. Yeah. And that's the best part. And that's why I think that this game is even more special because everybody has a little memory of, of a bell game, I mean, or, or something. And, and that part is the best part about it because all my relationships with the, the people from Brawley are, are important to me now, and it's great that we have something in common. Even if it was, hey, we beat you on right. that, you know, and they come back and go, well, we'll beat you in baseball. It's like, yeah, but we beat you in the bell game, that's right? That's the fun part. You guys have that back and forth banter of like, even, you know. even uh, we were sitting, sitting in the classroom and we were talking, we were talking oh, about you called, it. You called your uncle. Yeah, yeah mid-conversation, mid, mid I called my uncle who graduated the same year as Mitty from Broadway. Yeah, okay. Johnny Santana, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah. instantly so, he's like, oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Right away, Johnny's gone. We started talking about memories from the game because I grew up with his mom to sit there when I was a kid and he showed me uh, like films of these games. And he showed me, oh yeah, you see this game, and that's back when Cal Jones coached against Wally. Yeah. That, that was Vince coach, Cal Jones. Right? You're talking about a legend in this community. Like, I mean, this, oh. called, this is called Cal Jones Field, right? And I, and I, kept, I remember when I was a freshman coming up, and he was, my freshman year, he was supposed to be the varsity coach, and that's when yeah. you know, things happened, he died in an accident. But uh, I can't tell you how long that was. I remember it, it, they were they were gone talking to me and him, and I called my uncle Johnny, put him on speakerphone. Boom! Right, they're gone. Oh, telling yeah. the stories back and forth. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, how'd you win? Like yeah. immediately, just flip the switch. Oh Name yeah, boom, boom, boom. Oh. Talked about this, talked about that. And I'm like, wow. So I could tell like this is uh, this game means a lot to so many people for so many different reasons. And again, I'm not from here, but I could already sense it. And I see it, like, and I I could tell that. This is something special. Even even the alumni that does the coaching staff, you'll find a lot of those alumni on the field. Not, I don't know how, how they monitor that now, but I know it's always been a big thing uh, with, with different coaches who are listening. Like, hey, why do you have all these guys who played here in or 84? So, yeah, it's always been and, and you brought up Cal Jones. I mean, I think that was that's one oh. of those parts for me because Cal Jones was here in the late 60s. And so my dad and my uncle Steve played for Cal Jones in, in 69, uh, and then my uncle Steve in 70 and 71. My dad graduated in 69. And my uncle actually went with him when he left here to go to college. But my dad was on the school board, and back when we were just, my, my brother and I were getting to Central, and they helped bring Coach Jones back. So the fact that I, my dad got to play for Coach Jones and uncles, and then I got to play for Coach Jones, it's that that's something in life as you say, he's a legend, the field's named after yeah. him. And and those are the things you remember. And I know Brawley has some great coaches along the way that it, that that had impacts on on their programs, but it's just fun. Those that's the history things because people are gonna talk about oh I remember and yeah. this and that and all those aspects of it. Nick had something interesting. He's as a player, what you said something about like your only goal in life when you were that's right. Yeah, so I, I could never like think being in high school. I was like a small-minded kid, but you know, we raised a bunch of uncles that are actually taking the bell game, and I grew up idolizing these guys. And so, but I knew I was going to end up coming over here and having to go to Central. And even through popcorn and everything, I started, you know, I started getting pretty good eighth grade, or whatever. Coming to freshman year, and I could do a little bit, or whatever. And I remember my goal, the goal in life, like, to be a star in the freaking. It sounds stupid. It sounds petty, but that was me as a kid. Like, I wanted to be a star in the freaking. Like that, that's how, that's how special it is. Yeah. 
in that one game, like, oh, it'd be nice if I had more cleaning. That is personality. Oh, those are the that, and it's true because I mean, I, I, I'm, I, it's funny that you say because that's watching my uncles and looking at all the pictures and seeing everything when they were here at Central. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be a Spartan and I wanted to be able to contribute, you know, and so. You get a game where, you know, if you get an interception or you get a fumble or you catch a big pass, it, it's even more special when it's yeah. against in a bell game or a big game like that that makes a difference. So what would you say, uh, so this is bell week, is that you call it bell game or bell week? Mm -hmm. What are some things to expect or see around campus? Everything's during bell week. Well, yeah, it so is. I mean, it, it, it's, everything yeah, different. everything changes in the sense that, I mean, it's a spirit week, too, so everybody's going to have a spirit week, but you're going to include, you know, assemblies at the end of the week, but but the whole week is centered around focusing on, you know, going down to play. You feel it all week in practice? Yeah. Posters around the city, uh, you'll have a, com we're going to have a community pep rally on Thursday night, you know, here on campus. Um, you'll have the student uh, assembly on Friday before that. Um, you're going to caravan. I mean, this this was a thing that I didn't, you know, because back in the 80s, we didn't really do a lot of those caravanning. Now, it's like you all get together and we're, you know, I think I think it's about 5.15 or something. We we line up and we drive a caravan. So the bus, the, the, the band bus, the football bus, the cheerleading bus, the drill team, top, they're all going to lead and then everybody's behind. And you'll have That's awesome. 100 people in cars right behind and we leave El Centro right down by the pool, and then we head all the way to Brawley with the police escort and so on. Those are things that, that students don't get to experience sometimes. But this, that's the magnitude yeah. of it. So it affects all of them. You know, student sections are going to be there. I know Brawley's doing a, a, a huge thing this year, which because of the 100th year, which is awesome. They have, a, they have a concert before the game. Oh, wow. So they're doing concerts. So they're opening up the doors at like 4.30 and having concerts before on the field. And then the, you know the game will get going, or at least teams will start showing up about 5:45 and go from there. So that's what, that's what I'm telling you that, that so you're, you're new to the new community, and it's one thing like things you have to. I always say, yeah, you have to go to Mexicali. You have to. You know, hey, we're going to go to Verde Beer. You have to go to Bell Week. Yeah. There's nothing like it. The standing room only. Like it, it's just absolutely insane. You got you got to do it once. Like fuck this. And, and Brawley's going to do their things too. That's what it is. A community event where they let the, the students out at you know because my daughter teacher. It's like at two two ten. Everybody gets out of school and goes down to the little community park to to have a little pep rally before they can. Yeah, and those are the special things as a student that yeah. like you remember. That's a it in that's a beautiful thing about sports in general is it brings the community together. So. Luckily, we know somebody who can probably get us to this game, right? Yeah. But yeah. for for somebody who still hasn't gotten their tickets, where can they get their tickets? Well, and right now tickets are on sale on a, they have a, a GoFan app, so it's GoFan. You just go in there, type in GoFan dot I think it's dot com, and you can go into what it'll ask you is what school, and so you just type in Brawley High School, and then it will show the game, and so you can purchase your tickets that way. The other is, is that you know our students and staff and, and community members can come to the school. Uh, we're selling tickets here on campus. Um, so there's a lot of ways. I know Brawley's doing the same, selling their tickets, but there's still tickets. And from what I'm hearing is that Brawley's going to try to sell out that place uh, like we normally, and they're bringing in extra bleachers. And they're so going to try so. to block tickets from being purchased if you're from 
Well, yeah, we only I'm sorry, man. I'm bitter right now. I'm still bitter, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Brawley, Brawley's a Brawley's a good to us too. Okay. They take care of us. They don't block the tickets, like you know, you know, most Padre fans <laughs> or Padre organization block hey, those works, man. Dodger Dodger uh, fans from taking over yeah. uh, Petco. So that's what we do. That's what yeah. we do. So cool. Well, if you haven't got your tickets yet, this is Bell Week. It'll be in the show description. It's yeah, in the show we'll description. put it in the description. Oh. Make sure you get your tickets. Go check it out. I might have to make my way out there. If not this year, maybe next year. You guys will see next yes. year. Yes. Right? So alternates. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, I guess we'll transition to the next portion of our... Of, and I want to put you on the record. See, okay. this is really important. So I want to put this on record because Gotta people want to know. We talk about the things that matter here. Got to right? know. So is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Gotta know. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I've, I've thought about this because I've heard this asked many, many times, and I, and I, and I, you have, you have people want to know. You have the back and forth, and it's like, hey, there's meat between bread, so yeah, that's a sandwich, right? So I'm gonna say it's a sandwich. It's a different type of sandwich, but I'm gonna say it's a sandwich. All right, you heard it. You heard it, Craig Lyon. Says a hot dog is a sandwich. You might be a Achilles the center, but that's how it feels. You know, yeah. hey, it's controversial, but that's what people like, so that's, that's what we'll go with. Lastly, we always finish with the best thing we've seen all week. And so, the best thing we've seen all week, I guess I'll, I'll go first. And it pains me to say this, you know, when Dodgers lost to the Padres, so if there's a, if there's a silver lining that kind of goes with it, I would have to say the, the smile, the the, the sort of joy that it brought to this guy's face because he's if there's anybody who I would say is a true Padres fan is this guy and he's he's been through a lot of suffering for, for a while I know what it feels like the anxiety and sort of the, the pain to kind of go through a playoff experience until this is 1998 well I've been feeling this for the past 10 years the Dodgers have been winning the past 10 years but people don't forget before that Dodgers weren't making the playoff run. so once we started getting through there I know what it's like to feel. I, I get into it. I, I'm, I'm not very pleasant to be around and watch a baseball game in the playoffs with the Dodgers. So to kind of see this, how happy this guy, yeah, he talks a lot of smack there, but at least I could see that, you know what, at least he's got a little bit happier. Like, you know what, we'll give him to this. So we're regular season champs, so I don't know. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. So I don't know. What's been the best thing you've seen all week, Craig? Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's it's a little bit different for me because uh, I'm uh, uh, my my daughter had um, you know her baby uh, about a, a month ago, uh, but so for me it was it, the lion. yeah there the you lion. go loving it. Um, I think for me and and it, it is here, here's my you know the, the the thing I always say is that the biggest thing that I need to do is make sure that my um, grandson. Is going to be raised right. So um, having him uh, over the house, watching the Padres beat the Dodgers, uh, and 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 being having him in my arms when that happens, um, it's a good thing. You know, there's, an, there's an important note to that that both of yes. the kids' parents they teach at. Wrong. Yeah. So, so yeah. So my daughter and uh, you know Amanda and and, and uh, her boyfriend Austin. Divided they, house, right? They are both Brawley teachers. Uh, and yeah. And it, and and to go just the, it, as a side note, which is the funny part, is that when I first got to Central, my first three years uh, when I got here, uh, we lost the bell to Brawley. 
and uh, everybody was laughing about the fact that, hey, you've lost the bell, you lost the bell, lost the bell. Well, um, my daughter got a job at Brawley, mm. and we sent her over to Brawley, and that year was the year we, we won the bell. <laughs> so it was like the lion's jinx that uh, uh, didn't, I, I sent it, it to Brawley. It exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. and so we ended up winning it four years in a row as my daughter was over there. Unfortunately, we came up short last year, but... But those are the things. That's the fun part. But I, I think that was bad. to me having my 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 grandson in my arms as the Padres did well and we got to celebrate. I mean, our yeah. our family uh, really you know support the Padres yeah. and the, the local pitching coach Ruben Yeva. So that's right. That, that's I always forget those are that. great things for us because as a community here. Um, we support our own, yeah, and, and to see one of our, he, sure. even though he was a bulldog, uh, you know, graduated yeah. from Calexico. But if you, the local guys. Are local the, guys. You know, well, yeah. Imperial Valley. You know. yeah. so to see that, to see him celebrating awesome. um, is is important for, for our valley and our, and our, our athletic. You're community. talking about a guy who consistently put up the IDBN baseball camps, mm -hmm. and uh, even do his local, local pitching camp, local talent. And one of them's, uh, you know, he's from us, right? He's at yeah. San Jose State, and Ruben's there. Yeah. And now, you know, sometimes I'm watching the game and I'm so into just all these years of pain and being a Padre. Like, we never, we never invest. Yeah. So now we're finally putting some money. And I guess we're getting some market share. I don't know what's going on, but hey, we're spending. And I'm getting so caught up in the game, all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, Ruben's a pitching coach. Yeah. Every freaking time, like every single game. So, so was that, would that be the best thing you saw? Man, you know that's the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, well, that's the best thing I'll see. Well, you, know how, you know how much it hurts. By the way, something else painful that happened. Bruce Bochy got hired by the Rangers today. Yeah, so yeah, I was I was heartbroken when he left the Padres organization because he was our guy in '98, and uh, you know he parted ways and magically went to San Francisco and won three World Series in five years. So that that pained me seeing San Francisco win every single year. So like that's that's our boy, right? So finally we are making we're making runs. Um, I you got hey you gotta have faith. I have no faith. <laughs> faith has been broken down year after year. I mean, uh, let that, I, 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 I hate having hope. hope. And I tell you I tell you guys that all the time, I hate having hope. And this is the painful part about this year. The best thing and the worst thing that's happened to me all week is having hope. Hope, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's about luck, too. You know, yeah. you gotta you got to hope for a little it's, luck. And they're and hot right now, so yeah. it's and the hottest things. It's, it's, it's finding finding that groove at the right time. I mean, I, uh, uh, I'm i an Angel fan, and I had one year of winning it all, and it was the same thing because when you look at it, you mentioned the Giants. The Angels played those Giants, and the Giants were oh, that powerhouse I was, team. I was rooting so big hard bats, for the Angels. You know? With, oh, with the kid from probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and then you go and you take that and it, it streaks. We yeah. know that about uh, about a lot of it is that you know who's who's hitting their stride and right now the Padres are hitting their stride at the end. You just you know so knock on wood for those that, that root yeah. for them that oh, they, yeah. they can yeah. continue to play. The well. Astros are also hitting their stride. So well, oh yeah, I Astros. Know. All I'm gonna, and I went on record last time before they played Dodgers Padres. I said I hope the Padres win so that way we have a closer home game before yeah. all that happens. But I will say that I, as a Dodger fan, Yankees and the Giants are the two teams I cannot ever root for, and I can't root for the Astros. So yeah. I'm going. I'm nationally this year. I'm, I'm hoping the Padres can pull it off, and I'm hoping that if that happens, you guys will be wearing a championship shirt. Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. 
Well, Nick, Nick will, and maybe my son Brock. I, I will. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a Padre guy, but I'm an Angels yeah. first, and I do root for the Padres. It's uh, because I don't, I don't have four. Well, actually, I, I, I have, as, as the story goes, I have 29. I, I, have, I, I root for the Angels first, and then anybody that plays the Dodgers. Um, and uh, but very low on that list is is the Astros. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the funny I, I, part. I don't know. I know I'm biased, but. I feel like most baseball fans, knowing, knowing that they cheated that year, yeah. there's some kind of, you know, at least a little bit of. And and it is tough though. You know, it is tough because really none of them got Well, but it, it even now it's hard because you're still holding up, and there might be only like four or five well, guys I think. Redman, and but the they're the bigger, they're the big, big names, names. Yeah. and that's why until it's they're so gone. Hard. And that's the thing, because everybody else in the Astros organization didn't have really anything to do with it, because they weren't with the team, and now it's kind of like, all right, so, but. We'll see what happens. That's, baseball's a beautiful thing. It is. So, it anyways. is. Well, Craig, thanks for being here. Oh, man, awesome. I appreciate Pleasure. it. Special guest. Yeah, you know. And maybe, maybe one time, you know, when you guys stop the podcast, I'll be your last guest. Hey, maybe, you know. Who knows? <laughs> hey, we're just going show by show. Yeah, see I, know, I love this. This is. I'm glad to see you guys out here doing things like this, and especially uh, uh, about rivalries in yes. the bell game and some of the things like that. For time. Uh, by the way, in case you guys haven't figured out, we are broadcasting from the STEM building at Central High School. school. Is a telephone field in the background. I think we mentioned that earlier, but I don't know what you just heard is a bell from the school. So, so. <laughs> Look at that. The bell going off. Talking about the bell game. So what a better way to finish it off. So, all right. All right. That's all done. Thanks for uh, information to get tickets in the game will be in the description, so check it out. If you haven't seen one before, bucket list hey, stuff. And, and one thing, too, those of you that are out of California and you want to watch the game, go to BSN, Visual Sports Network, on oh, yeah. YouTube, and the game is going to be broadcast live yeah. uh, from Brawley, so don't forget BSN Friday night. Uh, Valley Sports Network YouTube page. They'll get you all set up. You can watch it next Friday night. All right. It'll also be in the description, so cool. check it out. All right. See you guys Thanks next a lot. Time. Take care. Yeah.